This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time now for A Toast to You with the Sprayden Toastmasters Club. Welcome to A Toast to You, a program from Sprayden Toastmasters Club. Toastmasters is a program where we experience public speaking in a friendly learning environment, where we practice and learn communication and leadership skills. Welcome to another episode of A Toast to You, brought to you by one of your hosts, me, Jamie, and usually I'd be joined by Pip, but more on that soon. And we are, of course, members of the Sprayden Toastmasters Club. The Sprayden Toastmasters Club meets at the Barrington Bowling Club at 290 Barrington Street on the first and third Thursday of every month. A huge thanks to Plains FM for letting us shoot the breeze and giving us this exciting opportunity to promote the wonderful world of Toastmasters. Now it was at this point of the show last month that I made a little bit of a disclaimer that we were coming to you remotely and in the middle of COVID alert level 3. So a month down the track and we're fortunately able to have moved ahead to COVID alert level 2. This does mean that we're fortunate enough to be recording in person at the Plains FM studio, but limited on numbers in order to social distance of course. Initially planned for this episode was myself, Pip and Rob, but due to the restriction on numbers we've given Pip the month off and I'm joined live in the studio by Rob. Rob, how are you? Good, thanks. Jamie? Welcome back to the studio. Thank you very much. It's great to be back. Yeah, it's like you never left, I'm sure. <laughs> I was always hiding. You're <laughs> <laughs> just hiding outside in the director's chair. So, lockdown, tell me, best and worst part? Oh, uh, best part was getting all the jobs done around the house, a lot of gardening, and just getting away from the never-ending phone calls from work. Uh, worst part was near the end of it, getting a bit of cabin fever and wanting to get out and go and do things when we, yeah, had to stay home and yeah, it's tough. be safe. Did you play any Monopoly deal? No. It's a great, it's a great time, fella. You should definitely try that. Pip said the same thing about gardening, actually, so uh, very very similar there. Oh, good thing we're back into level two, and I'm sure that you've got lots of catching up to do. Yeah, uh, yeah I've been very busy, very busy with Toastmasters, um, paraphernalia <laughs> yeah we'll talk more about that that soon so I guess that's a, a good segue into why we've brought you along to the studio today so we've had the pleasure of having you as a host of a toast to you and we've also had the pleasure of having you in here as a guest that we've been able to interview interview you but we thought that uh, what would be great today would be to actually really pick apart your new role with Spread and Toastmasters as the VPPR or Vice President of Public Relations and just take some time to just talk about what you've been up to in that role uh, since we last spoke to you and also use this as a little bit of a way to possibly publicise the club and uh, promote the club and, and, and ultimately try and sort of drive up drive up membership. So expect some questions from, from me around around that sort of stuff. But before we do that, since we last had you here, we have introduced into the show Word of the Day, and Pip did a great job last month of explaining the role of the grammarian in a traditional Toastmasters club, and the fact that a, that Word of the Day is something that we that we love that we love to do, and that we've been bringing that into our into our shows here. So, Word of the Day for today is opportunity. So, 
You're pretty good at this. I don't think I'm that great, but I have to admit, opportunities are a lot easier than glossophobia. Yes, yeah, that was a tough one. That was a really tough one to start with. I thought opportunity was a great way to, or a great word to use for word of the day, given, you know, this is all about, Toastmasters is all about taking the opportunity in front of you. I just got two, two points there if you're not, <laughs> if you're not counting. It's, it's about taking, uh, you, know, what's, you know, what's in front of you with both hands and, you know, being able to come along to Spread and Toastmasters is, a, is, of course, an opportunity. And I thought it aligned nicely to, to your role as Vice President of, of Public Relations. Yeah, I always, um, when we have word of the days, I try and find a way I can use the word that it's not meant to be used for, like use an opportunity to say, um, I'm thinking tuna and tea. So I'm kind of put on the spot here now that I've said that. I can't think of anything. Are you talking about using it in a way that it was never intended to and trying to claim the point? Yeah. (laughs) Like I'm feeling like a little bit of opportunity for tea? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, anyway. yeah. All right. Well, you're gonna get, you lose points. No point. yeah, you lose points in this in this version. <laughs> so let's jump into it, Rob. I've got a few questions that I've been dying to to ask you. So, what have you been what have you been up to uh, with your role in the last couple of months? And I guess as part of part of that question too, it'd be great to hear how you found the change from from obviously leading the club as president into a very operational role with the club. All right, I'll start with that. But first, um, been moving from president to uh, VPPR has actually has been quite enjoyable. It's less, I wouldn't say stress. Uh, no, I will say stress. <laughs> the president role comes with a wee bit of stress, which it should do because you're in the senior role, and ultimately everything stops at the president. Uh, but for public relations, it was a new role, and like I say, I didn't have too much of the stress of the what the president has, so I was able to relax and explore the role into marketing and kind of just go a bit crazy at the start and which I did get told off for from going beyond the um, levels of what I'm allowed to do in Toastmasters I got a bit carried away with trying to make humorous Facebook ads that saying jumps into my mind. It's it's easier to beg for permission than to ask for um, forgiveness. So, yeah. well, I didn't ask for anything. I was <laughs> you just went, you just yeah, went for it. Went for it. It's something something about the wrong shade of red. Yeah, uh, there's pretty strict brand rules for Toastmasters, and I can 100 percent understand why they got to protect the brand. And so yeah, I was uh, making posters. I started at the beginning, so when I took on the role, and it really got stuck into it. Actually, funnily enough, in the lockdown because I had heaps of time to get creative and I downloaded some um, software Canva to do all the um, marketing, all, all making the posters and memes and whatever, face, Facebook ads. And then I was able to use that on Facebook, which was part of the role. So I took over running of the Facebook page and just started making my own little posts and ads and then got to learn to play around with Facebook marketing which was all new to me and I've had a lot of fun doing that um, at the club's expense. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh, small budgets. You, you can reach a lot of people for a very small amount of money on Facebook as opposed to like Google ads, which I have tried before for my own company and that's quite expensive. Uh, yeah, but so Facebook, you reach a lot of people and local uh, and you can manipulate, not manipulate, uh, put on the keywords and the people you're trying to reach yeah if we only wanted um 
35 year old females coming along to the club you can set it to that not not that i set it to that <laughs> <laughs> just just the first thing you plucked out of the air <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the random idea generated yeah uh yeah but you see this same i'm just talking for anyone else that's thinking about facebook marketing that hasn't done it before of course and <laughs> and uh what else have i taken on i've oh the meetup group so our club it was running a meetup page for our club and then Canterbury Toastmasters, uh, Brad at Canterbury Toastmasters asked if I would like to step up and monitor, kind of keep an eye on the meetup groups for all of our district. And at the moment, there's about 11 clubs utilising meetup. So I'm uh, starting to look into that and how we can really bring that on board to help um, get our name out there. And the big one was I created a website for our club and that was hard. <laughs> so uh, that was again over the lockdown and it's coming along quite well. It's not going to go live until mid-October um, just through a few technical issues. And yeah, I'm quite proud of that. So. Yeah, that's that's a really cool achievement. I, th- this is just a classic example of what I tend to talk to people about when we talk about Toastmasters outside of the club and we're having a conversation around you know, what you really get from Toastmasters. And I always talk about the fact that it's a lot more than practising speaking or specifically practising public speaking. And what I mean by that is there's a bunch of other things that you get to learn along the way. And some of that is, um, you know, is, is designed to be like that. And I'm sure some of it is unintended as well. You've said a couple of times that you've learned some skills or you didn't know about this or you didn't know about that. And as part of going from the president of the club and leadership capacity, as you say, overseeing everything, you have gone into a role that all is about. That's all about promoting the club, you know, marketing and and a lot of that sort of psychological stuff, right? In terms of driving driving membership and and, and making people understand around while they're coming through the door. And I just think that's that's incredible. And I'm sure you've you've found you know that's been a great experience. Yeah. Well, as a small business owner, um, it's been really interesting to see what sort of marketing's worked. And when I say work, um, when, especially on Facebook, you can see how many people have viewed your um, ads or posts mm. and how many people have reacted to it and people whether people are commenting on the posts or not. So you get a good amount of feedback really quickly and that's been really interesting just to um, play around. And it's great being able to play around in a learning environment as long as I'm not breaking the branding rules uh, you can't really do too much wrong. Whereas if it was for my own company, uh, that if I did the wrong thing, it could be a bit more detrimental. Yeah. Well, yeah. probably not. I wouldn't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're, the pre- you're the president there too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I take myself out the back and beat myself. <laughs> I um, It's probably worth me just sort of talking about one of the very first things that you did. And I remember being at a at a club meeting one night and you'd not long taken on the role and there was, oh gosh, a couple of hundred flyers put in my hand and I had a couple of weeks to get them into the, the letterboxes around my neighbourhood and because we live quite close, don't we, I remember you saying to me, you take you take that side of town and I'll take this side of town and for the first time since I was 15 and getting paid, I don't know, like eight cents a street and this time it was, it was voluntary, obviously, I was having to pound the pavement and dodge the letterboxes that said no circulars and put the come along to Toastmasters into all the little boxes. And I, from memory, I think we got a few people al- along from, from that. Yeah, and I, so I'm doing a, 
like a little social experiment just for myself. Well, and for the club. Has it got anything to do with Toastmasters? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I still am confident that handing out flyers and talking to people face-to-face has a better return on um, getting people into the club than social media marketing. There's probably going to be a lot of influencers and um, social media gurus that would disagree, but for what we're trying to uh, market, that's just my gut feeling. So the experiment is to compare the two and the results we get. I've just um, made a whole heap of posters that are, are like next level from the ones we gave out as flyers. So these are a bit more uh, marketed for putting in workplaces on notice boards. And, cool, good idea. And I've already started doing that. Oh, I've gone to the Barrington Public Library and I've put one here at Plains FM and I'm just going to go around as many places as I can. And then whilst I'm trying to get these on the notice boards, I'll actually be trying to talk to someone face-to-face, hopefully a manager or someone that can make decisions in the workplace and uh, talk to them about Toastmasters and uh, what we actually do And uh, because a lot of people have a complete uh, wrong um, conception of what Toastmasters yeah. is about. Yeah, we, we've had some good conversations as a committee around that and the the type of person that probably pops into somebody's mind when we talk about Toastmasters versus what it really is and I think the thing that is is great that you're leaning into is trying to demystify some of that and even even myself what I thought I was walking into you know all that time ago um, is quite different than than what we actually what we actually experience and the irony has only just dawned on me that this radio show was actually and podcast was actually put together as a way to market the club right and so here we are you know with you know this this many you know years uh, down the line of the show we're still you know it's still running in in a way to a way to you know get get our, our name out there. So, Rob, if you fast forward to the end of your tenure with the role, which correct me if I'm wrong, will be a year. Yeah, June next year. Till June next year. So, if you got to June next year and you looked back on your time as vice president of public relations, what would success look like specifically? What would you like to have achieved? Well, I've, in my mind, I've already succeeded with the amount of things I've learnt. Yeah, that good point. Um, so personally. I've succeeded within for the club would be to well I've set a goal on how many members I want to get in um, I'll talk to you about that in a year's time <laughs> <laughs> yeah depending on the number yeah, yeah that might have to change <laughs> depending on how well I market it I guess we're, we're battling attrition too aren't we and and you know you could have people move cities and move towns and move clubs or you know take a break for whatever reason so we're to grow the membership base, we're battling that and we're needing to maybe, you know, go one step backwards, two steps forwards, eh? Yeah, that's, um, actually, you learn about that and it works for any sort of club or, you know, especially any like, situation where, not, uh, not not a workplace, that you will have an attrition of members for whatever reasons. Yeah. And so marketing is a very important part to um, keep either the status quo or keep growing and... I've yeah really jumped into this role and um, last year we had a lady who took on the role because no one else wanted to do it but she was situated in England and she struggled a bit because she was 100% reliant on all of the members from within the club to send her the information she needed to adequately market it on social media and no one helped her out so she struggled and as a result 
the club probably suffered for it a wee bit. But we've still got a good membership base, and I'm going to build on that and get it to a... Uh, my goal is to get to one of the stronger clubs in Christchurch. Yeah. Uh, unlike doing these types of positions in a you know corporate business and, and the likes, you, it's, a, it's a lot more uh, risk-free, I guess, and we sort of touched on that before, and the fact that you can learn so many things in this role... Uh, at the same time, tr- striving to achieve something for the for the benefit of the club. You know, we have a good membership base. We'd like to to grow it, for for example. And you know, if you're the president of the club, you get to develop the skills around leading the club that's already in in, in fairly fairly good hands and, and has a has a pretty solid international structure. So, Rob, in the Toastmasters Club, we obviously do something called table topics and we put you on the spot <laughs> I can see your face change we put you on the spot and you know you get the opportunity to talk about something ding ding and with with very little notice and, and preparation so given the topic of what we're talking about today I thought that I would throw a scenario at you and give you 60 seconds to respond right so uh, the scenario that I'll throw at you is that you are at a set of traffic lights and you're walking down the road you're about to cross the road and somebody notices that you go to Toastmasters and you have 60 seconds to have a conversation with them and explain to them why it might be a good idea to join so can you can you sell it to them in 60 seconds I'll try <laughs> go yeah. for it I'll take this opportunity to introduce myself so you saw me coming out of that uh, awesome looking building over there where we held a Toastmasters meeting and it's not like Freemasons we don't sacrifice goats we're just having a fun time <laughs> no, I didn't say that just ignore that I don't want Freemasons on my back. <laughs> so you wonder what we do. You'll have the confidence, like me, to come up to a complete stranger at a traffic lights and talk to you a bit and try and sell you something. Does that seem daunting to you? It seems very daunting to me at the moment. But I encourage you to come along because you'll get confidence. And confidence is a huge thing that can hold you back in life. You're probably wondering why your life's such a failure at the moment. No, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> I'd never say that to someone. <laughs> I take that back. I take that rewind. So you want confidence and just to be able to talk to people, communicate, not necessarily getting up in front of audiences, but that is a part of it if you want to do that. But you can uh, learn how to run committee meetings, do marketing, uh, uh, help me out here, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> you do great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so come along and meet a great bunch of people, impromptu speaking. You'll learn how to do uh, impromptu speaking, which for one of the things that really would help in is job um, applications or job, uh, interviews and many other things, talking into a microphone, trying to think of things on the spot. So you might find yourself in that situation one day. <laughs> so. You uh, you kept walking straight and the, the, the stranger actually turned left about 15 seconds ago, <laughs> but you still did a you still did a great job. So well, well done. Rob, I have some, <laughs> I have some uh, sort of rapid fire questions, but uh, for you uh, around your role, but take as long as you as you want to, to answer them. And this is really for the for the benefit of as we've been doing is trying to drive, you know, drive members and give people even more reasons to, to join the club. So we talk a lot about Toastmasters in general and we talk a lot about Sprayden Toastmasters specifically so there's lots of different clubs around the country around the world lots of different districts and the likes we are talking about our little slice of the world as Sprayden Toastmasters so two-part question why Sprayden Toastmasters specifically and what if I live somewhere else can I still come along yeah well Sprayden I'd all the I've been to a lot of clubs myself 
and just I've gone out and visited a few different clubs just to push my boundaries. So I know that all the clubs are much the same. So I'm just going to talk about how I see Sprayden because at the end of the day, uh, I'm not going to um, promote other clubs on this radio station. Oh, look, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. Uh, so Sprayden's super friendly, uh, very diverse group of people and so welcoming. We predominantly have people that have come along for the reason of glossophobia or fear of public speaking. There are a few people there that have uh, joined to improve their professional speaking skills and the rest of us can really um, grow and learn from them. But it means everyone, or most people, have, are coming from for a similar reason and so it's just so welcoming as a result and very humorous. Every night that we have is generally a great laugh and, um, yeah, I couldn't recommend it enough. It's honestly an hour hour and a half of uh, just a fun time with friends that you you don't even realise that you're learning and pushing yourself. And you don't have to live in Sprayton. You can live anywhere within drivable distance probably <laughs> uh, because not every club has a time slot that suits people in the immediate area. So uh, your a club in your area might be on a Tuesday and that doesn't suit you. Um, our one's on a Thursday, every first and third Thursday of the month. So if that suits you better, then you're more than welcome to come over to a different area. Yeah, cool. Good good answer. I think that point around being able to live anywhere is a good one because naturally you'd probably want to go to somewhere nice and close, but you don't have to. You know, you might be hearing this from, from somewhere f- further afield and it sounds like we have the best club in the world and we might be biased, but I think we do. So, you know, you feel free to feel free to come along. All right, next one. So what if someone's heard about this on the radio or through a podcast? Is there any benefit in them joining because they've heard it here? Yes, if you come along and say that you heard this message if you say Rob told me I could yeah uh, if you say Jamie Rob (laughs) (laughs) if you just come along and say you heard it from um, Plains FM you get the first two sessions for free that is a huge opportunity that's brilliant nice it feels like we almost set that one up in in advance (laughs) it's pretty damn cheap anyway (laughs) it is but you know that's uh that's a great it's a great offer the next rapid fire question that I have for you Rob is Say somebody sees one of your promoted ads or they bump into you when you're trying to cross the street and they get a 60-second spiel around why they should join Toastmasters. In a sort of a, a as brief or as, as you can, I guess, how would you summarise the, ex- the experience that they might have from that moment of seeing some form of an ad or it being promoted, realising that they want to go, you know, right through to sitting down in the chair at their first meeting? Yeah, a lot of people, and myself included, it, when they first hear of Toastmasters or uh, see a sign or someone mentions it to them, it just goes and sits in the back of your mind, gets locked away, and then a situation will come up where you think, oh, I could have used Toastmasters, and then you think about it again. And so many people that join up to the club and other clubs as well say it takes a long time before they make that first step through the door because of the nerves. And But... Uh, once you make that step though and come in and realise how friendly the meetings are and everyone's there to help and um, basically show you the way, uh, then you 
kind of start to wonder why you were so nervous and why you waited so long and you should have taken the opportunity a lot sooner that's how I felt um, because then you start to wonder man if I had to come here two years ago when I was thinking about it where would I be today and how much further along would I be with my confidence levels and uh, yeah so don't procrastinate great maybe that that word should actually be word word of the day sometime sometime soon although we can't we can't organize it too far in advance because then we get some time to practice I completely agree with that and I was talking to a member about about that point recently and I think Sprayden in particular has has struck this really nice balance in terms of frequency of meetings so the the way that we that we structure it is you know the first and third Thursday of the month it's it's sort of just often enough and not too infrequent either that it gets you along you get that kind of little gap in, in the middle but equally if you are once a month and you need to miss a, a meeting then you know there's sort of two months in between in between drinks so to speak so the member I was talking to you know thought that that was a, a key reason why why he had, had stuck around and I've heard that clubs that are weekly if they have small memberships they struggle and if they have large memberships uh, numbers they are then struggling to get times to speak yeah so there's a fine balance getting that right number with the right amount of meetings good problem to have I guess <laughs> uh, having too too many members yeah. all right well thanks for providing some some awesome insights into the role of you know vice president of public relations and also you know hoping hoping that we've encouraged you know a few more people to to, to come along so that brings us now to the opportunity to talk through how word of the day went and I think with with that last that last one I may have just taken the lead so according to my calculations Rob I've said the word opportunity six times and you've said it three times does that sound does that sound right yeah you probably took the opportunity to beat me so yeah hang on hang on (laughs) I drew a line there I may have had a little bit of preparation so it's not it's not quite as fair it's a little bit different when when we're doing it with with a third third person so uh, we'll put procrastination down for for a possibility next time. Maybe. <laughs> so this this brings us to the end of our show. So I just wanted to say a big thanks from from me and also from Pip, who I know will be listening at home, to our special and very familiar guest, Rob. So Rob, thanks for making the show possible and for joining us, even, even though we're under COVID alert level two. Hope you've enjoyed yourself. I always enjoy coming along to Plains FM and anything to do with Toastmasters. So yeah. thank you. Nice. Yeah, no, our, our pleasure. So remember everyone, Sprayed in Toastmasters, look us up on Facebook, on Instagram, or search for us online and come along to a meeting. The best day to join was yesterday, and the second best day is today. You won't regret it. Until next time, stay safe, and see you next month. Mm-hmm.